This is a waffle on special. Hello and welcome to the special Waffle Arn. My name is Meds and once again as usual I'm joined with Kel. Hello. And uh, this is a little tribute to uh, Britain's probably top light entertainer, uh, <laughs> not be crude, uh, Norman Wisdom who sadly passed away on the 4th of October 2010. Um, we're actually recording this on the 5th of October so it's literally a, a day, well it's actually less than 24 hours because he died at 6.46. Um, so apologies for the slight rough edge to this podcast, but we thought it right to um, to talk a little bit about him, give you some information, uh, and get this out as soon as possible. So I'll quickly write a script, and uh, Kel, you'll interject as you do. As usual. Yeah, as normal. Okay. Uh, Norman Joseph Wisdom was born on the 4th of February, 1915, in Marlborough, in London. Uh, his parents, Frederick, was a chauffeur, and Maud, a dressmaker for the West End Theatres, and he was brought up on 91 Fernhead Road, in London, they all slept in the one room. Uh, a little shout out here to Danny John Jules, who put a beautiful uh, thread on his Facebook page about Norman Wisdom. That uh, actually Norman comes from the same area as uh, Danny John Jules, so he's uh. saying he's in uh, he's in his manor. Uh, so nice one there, Danny John Jules. Um, he uh, went to a children's home and ran away at the age of eleven. Uh, he soon re- uh, returned and became an Evan boy. Uh, after this, he uh, apparently walked to Cardiff from Kent and became a cabin boy for the Merchant Navy. At this point, he became a coal miner, a waiter, and a page boy, and then a drummer boy in a 10th Royal Hussein in the British Army. Gaining certificates, he rode horses and then became a champion flyweight boxer. Oh, that's, that, uh, no, that isn't I've never heard that one. Where, where, where did you get this off? Uh, normal wisdom site and, uh, oh, and normal internet resources. I think it explains uh, how he is though, wasn't it, when you think oh, about physically it? Physically fit and how he could do his How he could take a fall. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. it, yeah. In World War II, he worked in communications, meeting Winston Churchill on several occasions, and this is where he began performing. Uh, he was during a charity gig that veteran actor Rex Harrison urged him to go into the profession professionally. Uh, in 1946, Wisdom made his debut as a professional entertainer at the age of 31 to a straight man to the magician David Nixon. It was here that he wore his trademark tweed suit, which was two sizes too small, peak cap, and uh, his ruffled shirt and tie. This character was known as the Gump and became, I would say, became his trademark. And this is what audiences seem to know him as. Ever since. Uh, what were the characters called in um, Monty Python? The Gumbies. Gumbies, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another little interesting fact here. It was while doing this trademark comic that Charlie Chaplin turned around and said that Norman Wisdom was his favourite clown. Huh? Do you know that was going to be more fact that was keeping... Oh, you wasn't really it? Said it oh, I'm sorry, you should have said that. Yeah, but no, no, because I was trying to surprise you, but oh, of, of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is an in-joke. <laughs> Indeed. Um, 
His films, although not popular with critics, became extremely popular with the domestic audiences. And it was during the 1950s and 60s that this is where he had his big office drawers. We'll talk about his films just uh, after this. Um, his main character in the film was known as Norman Pipkin and played uh, to the straight man, Mr. Grimsdale, played by Edward Chapman. It was mainly slapstick comedy mixed with musical numbers, including his hit, Don't Laugh At Me Because I'm a Fool, in which we'll play at the end of this podcast. Later in life, he became semi-famous um, for making um, the odd films uh, uh, and uh, serious acting parts. Yeah, that, I've, we saw a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Quite, it was quite good in um, he turned up really in stuff like Last of the Summer Wine. He had a recurring character in that because of his popularity. He turned up in Coronation Street. And he became more famous uh, because of comedian uh, Lee, Lee Evans, Evans yeah. almost parading, uh, parodying parading, parodying, thank you, uh, his act. Which, of course, when I first saw Lee Evans, yeah, I it thought, was a, oh, God, he's so much like normal. It was just like an adult, and, adult entertainment yeah, version of the movie. I think uh, uh, Lee Evans, he was a fantastic actor in his own right, uh, being when he's been in the Maestrat for quite a while, could play normal wisdom in the film, which, let's face it, I think BBC4 probably will not make it. One now. Yeah. Interesting fact that uh, he is extremely uh, well known uh, in Albania. Yeah. Uh, there were, and because uh, Norman Wisdom was a lifelong uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, there's a lot of Brighton and Hove Albion people in Albania. Is that? Because of that? Yeah, because of that. And when England played Albania over there, Norman Wisdom was the honorary guest, did his trademark trip, uh-huh. and the centre pitch, and and uh, and actually uh, eclipsed David Beckham. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is uh, pretty, pretty cool. Which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, in 19, uh, sorry, in uh, 2007, he, uh, sorry, in, in 2005, he officially retired from show business. Uh, ill health was catching up on him. And in 2007, he did make a small return in the feature film by Kevin Powell's, Powell, sorry, called Expresso. Uh, this was filmed in Bromsgrove. Oh, that's right. Cause remember, yeah, talking about that. Uh, yeah. And had several actors in there, most notably uh, Don Warrington. He basically, in that, he plays a vicar who's plagued by a fly. Um, he originally had no lines in that film uh, but because they knew that he was starting to suffer from slow dementia. Uh, but because he was so on the ball during rehearsals, they actually gave him, expanded his role uh-huh. to it. Um, although that is not actually, that was his last film that he uh, filmed, it's not actually the last film that's coming now. Uh, we've got The Evil Calls, which was released sorry, in 2008, and in post-production is Le Bratz. He lived on the Isle of Man for many, uh, many a year. In fact, uh, I visited the Isle of Man over 20-odd years ago and visited his house. Obviously, I didn't go in there. I went no, past no. on the coach. And uh, he was extremely well-known around there. Uh, Norman was in a, nor- a nursing home called Abbott's Wood, uh, and had several strokes over the past couple of days and sadly passed away at 6.46 last night on the 4th of October. It was that TV programme, wasn't there? Um, last year? Yes, about, about living really, with Norman. And it was just really, really sad, wasn't it? Was it was really sad. He had, sparks, he, really, yeah, he had sparks of life about him, yeah, but you could tell you could, that yeah, he, he was, was suffering. And, it, it, was, uh, it was a really depressing... It was a depressing programme, I think well, he was a fantastic man. I think everyone was, everyone was thinking it was going to be really funny, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I in. mean, it was funny, man, wasn't it? But, I mean, and fair play to Norman Wisdom's family who, oh, God, uh, who helped produce up, yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really put up Because uh, it's something that obviously does affect many people, could well affect us, I suppose, in later in life. Dementia is a horrible thing, and unfortunately, uh, Norman didn't even recognise himself in his own films which must be heartbreaking yeah. for, for his family yeah, more than anything um, his, uh, his most notable films uh, are um, uh, Stitching Time 19, uh, 
63 on the beat which is my favourite yeah, film famous one. 1962 which if I can find a clip I'll put it on I'm not promising uh, The Square Peg 59 Trouble in Store 53 The Bulldog Breed in 1960 which starred a very young Michael Caine mm. uh, in that and one of his um, serious roles which was Going Gently made in 1981 with James Judy Dent uh, about two elderly cancer patients people thought that was going to be a comedy role mm. and of course it wasn't it was a very serious role um, so that's Norman Wisdom's brief. Uh, I think, Carl, any, any last words regarding Norman Wisdom? I, I don't know. It's, I think it's, you look back on his films, and they're, they're not the greatest. I no, think I said, the ones it, I've read out there, I think, are... Yeah, are the best ones. He made an awful lot of rubbish, and I think he even, he even knew it himself, didn't he? Yeah. Because he, he was never in that stratospheric... He was, he's not Lowell and Hardy, was he? No, no. I mean, he's classed as... as well, he's I don't know if he's known, is he known in America. Yes, he did go to America briefly. He made a few things, but unfortunately, his career was cut short in America uh, because of uh, being. Uh, he was going for a, a divorce of his first. I think ah. it was his first wife, could be his second wife, and so because he had to come back, and it kind of killed his career. He was on the Ed Sullivan show quite a few times, and as you know, in America, to crack America, you've yep. got to be there for a while. You've got to be there, yeah. Um, I've always had a strong. Uh, I know, I mean, you've talked about this year for, for quite a while. Now. I've had a strong rapport with, with normal wisdom. I was brought up on Norman Wisdom films. My mum, a huge yeah, fan of Norman Wisdom. I remember Wisdom. that. Your mom uh, and she had all the films on, on, uh, on video uh, video then. And um, I maintain now that the, those classic films that I read out, uh, that, that every single one is the same premise, but so are the carry-on films. Yeah, it's the same. And, and Norman Pitkin is the, the, you know, the, the lowly kind of guy, the working-class lad. You feel sorry for him. He loves the girl he wants to get. The yeah. chances of him getting it are you know, a million to one. There's always some hobnob who's out there to get him, yeah. you know, some big factory worker. And he was, he was the classic story, the working-class lad against the upper-class thing. He'd always, there'd be a musical number declaring how much he loved the girl, or, or, or he'd find a child who he befriended. It was good, classic English films, yeah. and I maintain... And I strongly urge anyone who has not seen a Norman Wisdom film, go back and look at those films, especially on the beat, because they are beautiful films. There's a time and a place for them. Yeah, that's it. And, a, and, and, and I think you can put on that film and you will laugh. At, and unfortunately, you laugh at him because he's meant to be that. That's the yeah, character. Yeah. Don't laugh at me as a fool. He's the whole thing. And, the, uh, and unfortunately, we are losing these fantastic old comedians from the 1950s in fact, in fact recently of course Ian Carmichael died and Tony uh, Curtis Tony, Tony Curtis, Curtis recently died of course that's a different thing because he was you know, a, a big but the point is that generation but, of great yeah, people I mean people are think, well, how come you haven't done a podcast about Tony Curtis well I've got to be honest with you Norman Wisdom is British and yeah. he meant more to me than Tony Curtis did because he was somebody who made me laugh from my childhood and I could put on a Norman Wisdom film now and I will laugh at it very rare you can actually say that about yeah. a lot of things especially modern day films modern day yeah. and unfortunately this world will be a sadder place because Norman Wisdom has passed away. And uh, we're going to end this, uh, uh, this uh, probably 15-minute podcast with uh, a song that he did called Don't Laugh At Me Because uh, I'm a Fool. Got into the charts, didn't he? He did get in the charts, and it went beautifully in the film. And it's a, it, it just goes to show, actually, he was an all-round entertainer. Not only was he a slapstick comedian, uh, he could do serious roles. He was a writer as well, producing fantastic writing. He was also a very, very good singer. And I hope uh, you all agree when you hear this song. So goodbye to Norman. And this is a song, Don't Laugh at Me Because I'm a Fool. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks with Waffle On about Garth Marenghi. Kel, thanks for joining me. No, we won't do about Garth Marenghi. Yes, we are, because this is going out in two oh, yes. days' time as Garth Marenghi's coming out on the 17th oh, yeah. of October. You fool. <laughs> in fact, this song, Don't Laugh at Me Because I'm a Fool, is for Mark Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, but yes, this is Norman Wisdom, and uh, we'll see you soon. Don't laugh at me. Oh
good looking. I'm not too smart. I may be foolish, but I've got a When I try to love the girls, they laugh at me and run. Don't laugh at me, 'cause I'm a fool. I know it's true. I'm a fool. No one seems to care. I give the world to share my life with someone who really loves me. I see them all falling in My lucky stars, I'm above. Someday, maybe my stars smile on me. Don't love me, 'cause.